0: It is Monday, February 13th. I'm
1: And I'm AJ Hoffman. The Kansas City Chiefs win
0: the Super Bowl.
1: Patrick Mahomes, your Super Bowl MVP. Here comes the Vegas truth. This is straight out of Vegas. Give me a number,
0: We are straight out of Vegas AM, your daily destination for sports conversation with a Vegas lean. And the only thing you need to know to start your day, the Kansas City Chiefs, AJ, your Super Bowl champions.
1: Yeah, 38-35 winners over the Philadelphia Eagles, covering as one-and-a-half to two-point dogs. That's what's important, obviously. Uh, total well over the 51 as a 73 points. Ne- never in doubt on the total. Uh, but this was not without controversy this was a, 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 i think at worst you can say man a great super bowl it was a great uh, yeah it was great a, game. a game with drama which you always love a game that that comes down to the end i mean I, where maybe i'm starting to get spoiled now because when i was a kid there were never good super bowls uh, i grew up when the 49ers were smashing everyone's heads in and then after that it was the the broncos and the bills just mm-hmm. getting crushed year after year there wasn't a lot of excitement and uh, now it seems like more years than not, we get good Super Bowls, and we particularly seem to get good Super Bowls in that stadium. Yeah. Although the uh, w- we'll get to the grass at some point in that stadium, I'm sure. But uh, congrats to the Chiefs uh, on their second Super Bowl win in the last four years, in three appearances. Mahomes, your MVP, he was a plus 125, a co-favorite with Jalen Hurts. The two quarterbacks were the uh, the co-favorites. Not a – Not a super stat night for Mahomes, not very uh,
0: Mahomesian. We'll we'll get to Mahomes' legacy, too, coming up in a little bit here. uh, Because we definitely have to talk about the the five-year run that he has had to start his career. But I don't think there's any argument that Jalen Hurts was the best player in that game last night. Jalen Hurts had 304 passing yards and a touchdown. He rushed for 70 yards and three touchdowns. If there was ever an argument to be made for a losing player
1: to be the most valuable player, Jalen Hurts had a case? He had a case until he fumbled and it got picked up for a, a, a score. Yeah, it was early enough in the game, though, but I, yes. I mean, in a, in a game that's decided by mm-hmm. a field goal, yeah. you had a turnover that led directly to points. But you're right. He was the, the – I wouldn't have voted for him, but I can understand why people it, give fair. the argument. That's fair. Yeah, he he had a fantastic night. Uh, I I bet his under passing yards. I knew I'd say probably shortly after the second drive that, no, that it was, was dead. It was the AJ Brown bomb touchdown. Yeah, that's yeah. when you knew it was over. That was dead. Uh, but a fantastic game by him. But, uh, I mean, running the ball as well because the truth is he was kind of the run game. For and, the and all the
0: and all those quarterback sneaks. It was unbelievable. They would convert the first down after first down
1: with the quarterback sneak. It was almost like i mean the the other running backs in the game had you know, 17 carries for what, forty-five yards, something like like, Yeah, I, I, it just wasn't I forgot that Miles Sanders was on the Eagles. what happened there? <laughs> I mean, Miles Sanders just kind of a, well, a no show in this I, I game. I talked
0: about it. Kenneth Gainwell was the, the more effective back throughout the playoffs. I'm, not by much in this I know. game, though. Well, he caught a lot of passes out of the backfield. Yeah. He contributed as well. I mean, he had forty-one total yards in this game on eleven touches. So he outtouched Miles Sanders in this game.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Uh but we talked about, well, if we're going Goddard over and, you know, like where, which receivers are unders, well, none of them. Devontae Smith had a huge game. Uh, and that was from the first drive on AJ Brown, had not a, I mean, he had a couple of huge plays mm-hmm. and then was always involved in the game. And he and both those guys combined for 196 yards. Yep. Like that's a, for your two wide receivers, it was huge. Um, the. On the other side, it was it was Kelsey Schuster and not much else, not much else contribution there. Chaco um, ran the ball really well. He did run really well. Jarek McKinnon, uh, thankfully, under six carries, but he did have a 14 yarder, which really kicked me in the taint. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it, that was a. I think you know him being in out of the backfield too. He probably had an overall a, a solid game. I thought
0: the play calling was incredible.
1: In the second half. When they got into the red zone
0: and they ran those, you know, motion plays and cutbacks, the Eagles could not defend it. They literally ran the same route three times, twice, it worked for a touchdown, and on the third time, it got the holding call.
1: If you watched the first half and just said, that was the game, and you turned it off, like, it didn't feel like the, the Chiefs were even in the Eagles' weight class. Like they no, they either, had the ball for eight minutes. The Chiefs were only in the game at halftime because they had a scoop and score yep. for, for a touchdown. The second half was a completely different—it was complete domination by the, the Chiefs. I thought
0: the game changed, and it's, cr- it's crazy to say it because there was still plenty of time left. The first possession of the second half, the Chiefs marched right down the field. On, it, there was—
1: No No resistance. No
0: resistance. They go right down the field, and they make it 24-21. Yep. Ten plays,
1: 75 yards, five and a half minutes. At that
0: point, you're like, okay, the Chiefs are not only in this game, but they they are comfortably in this game. And then for the Eagles to get stopped and held to a field goal was an incredible win. And then the three and out after the Chiefs take the lead was – I thought that was game. I thought it was game, set, match. I didn't realize that the Eagles were going to come back, score a touchdown and a two-point conversion, hashtag octopus, and, yeah. and tie the
2: game. Would you have gone on that fourth and three? That, that was the one that the, the bots pegged as should have gone for it. When they kicked the field goal? No, when they punted. They're down oh. by one, fourth and three
0: at the at their
1: 30.
2: 32. Oof. Yeah. 5% win percentage gain, according to Ben Baldwin's body. I know At if their you
0: own 32 is... And I, I mean, know that that was a prop bet. Were they, would they go for a fourth
1: down on their in their own territory? And here's what – listen, every time that they went for it on fourth down except that one, yeah. they ran the ball on third down. Yes. They mm-hmm. threw the ball on third down there, and I think they realized, hey, we either have got to convert this or we're going to punt the ball. I don't think that they should
0: have gone there because Kansas City had just scored touchdowns on their first two possessions of the third quarter. You give them the short field – and listen, they the, the Chiefs wound up scoring a touchdown anyway on the next drive. Right. But I could almost, the percentage odds, if Nick Sirianni's doing the math in his head, the odds of the Chiefs scoring a touchdown from the 32-yard line or you being able to hold them to a field goal, either way you slice it, you're still losing by
1: more. Well, and it ends up being a disastrous punt because it gets returned to the five yard line. Yeah, worse, yes. Worse like like it's today. yeah. Yes. Not only was it a questionable like that's decision. The, you
2: realize punch. that was the longest punt return in Super Bowl history. I did realize that when they said it on the broadcast. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did, Yeah, I wouldn't have known. But yeah, that was a that 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 moment right there felt like the last breath getting punched out of the Eagles' guts. Uh,
2: I think the reason you go for it there is because you want to be offset. You don't want to be like, okay, if I score. Now I can tie it, which ended up happening, because then you're going to have to stop the Chiefs eventually. If you go for it, get a lead, then even if the Chiefs score again, then you can go ahead and win the game with your last possession. Well,
1: what I – and here's what I didn't like that the Chiefs did, and it didn't end up costing them, but it certainly could have. When they went up after that touchdown, not not going 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 for two. Like, and, you know, we've talked about that this, you know, several times with Fez. That's it just makes sense to do it
2: there. You have an opportunity to put the game out of reach.
1: Yeah. If, the, if you go up nine right there, the game is, is basically over. And they kick the they kick the extra point and then they let the Eagles go down, score the touchdown, like you said, get the octopus. Fourteen uh, to one was it? Fourteen to one, yeah. See, I, I I didn't think about it at the time
0: to go for two. Oh, I was yelling at the TV. I understand. It's <laughs> like just I watch to football. Me, to me, I was so like just in the moment and I wasn't thinking about it. But as the I Eagles, felt like an idiot cuz I told my son they're going to go for two here. As the <laughs> Eagles had the ball.
2: Twitter and, had I'm, back.
0: and I'm sitting there going, you know, oh wow, you know Eagles got to score here and get a two to tie the game. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why didn't the Chiefs go for two? Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, you know, I'm in, I'm in the heat of the game here, and and I had, you know, like, look, I bet Chiefs money line in the over as as my bets, uh, a way to hedge out of my non-existent payment for my twenty-two to one Eagles <laughs> championship ticket. But I, I'm sitting here, and and I like literally, I didn't think it at the time. I'm like, okay, kick the extra point, here we go. But then I'm watching the Eagles drive down the field, and it occurred to me, y- you were up seven. So the worst case scenario is that you're tied, right? But the best case scenario is that you can't lose. You, you're you're going to get the ball back with the lead. Wait a minute, <laughs> I, yeah, that could have been a disaster. There could have been a disaster, and we could, if they would have lost this game, maybe we're looking back and saying that was the moment that Andy Reid lost the game, not going for two.
2: Also, yeah. he got he got kind of uh, beat up for t- kicking that field goal on a short fourth down, long field goal that missed. Oh, early in the first half. Yeah. yeah, Conservative yeah. ways ended up not biting them though. Which, by the way, hit the
1: upright, which I think was like a pretty, uh, like fourteen plus to four. One. No, plus four fifty. Plus four fifty.
0: Okay. Not nearly as high odds as it should have been, yeah. but the public was all over it. Okay,
1: and that's what I mean. The, the, the odds were low. Yeah, I, I mean, gotta ask you guys. Bet ever. This is totally off subject, but while we're talking field goal kicks, to me it looked like Gronk made the kick. Yeah, it went in right now. And They're like, "It's no good," and I'm like. No, it was good.
2: I like, don't I don't, I don't. Right watch. on that left right on the Like left it hooked
1: car,
0: after yeah. it felt yeah. like. Oh. I, I didn't watch it. I don't, I don't oh, know.
1: Oh, he's too cool to see commercials, guy. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah I didn't okay. watch it. No, I like the commercials. The, the one that screwed me up, that screwed everybody up, was the Tubi commercial where it looked like you were using like your, your Roku, whatever, to change the, uh, to change the yeah. apps on the TV. I yelled at my kid.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: everyone did. Yeah, that wasn't funny. <laughs> But I thought, honestly, the first commercial was probably my favorite one. The the Ben Affleck working at Duncan.
1: Yeah, that was good. With J-Lo. That was good. So she's like, is this what you do
0: when you say you go to work all day? <laughs> that was very funny. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that.
1: I thought I thought it was solid. <laughs> uh, all right, now let's get to the next drive after that two-point conversion because that ends up being the only thing that's going to get talked about after this Super Bowl. It was last night at least. And uh, I got called every bad word you could get called by yep. Eagles fan, mm-hmm. because I said, I hate that a pen- I hate when penalties decide football games, and you can make an argument that that penalty decided the football game it It took any real hope for the Eagles out of it well let,
0: let's but, let, let's let's play
1: devil's advocate here. The penalty is not called, okay?
0: The chiefs kick a field goal, and then the Eagles have what? no timeouts and a minute and F- minute
2: fifty. Yeah. Chiefs are favored.
0: Chiefs are Chiefs are favored. Heavily certainly favored.
2: Not heavily. Not. I mean. Yes. Because sixty percent at least. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's heavily favored. Okay. Because but, I mean, because yeah. to to me, the worst thing that can happen for the Chiefs is the Eagles attempt a field goal to tie the game. Yeah. I don't. I'm. I don't think in a minute fifty four, I don't think Jalen Hurts is driving the Eagles down the
1: field to score a touchdown. But to kick a field goal, go to overtime? I think that's possible. I think that's possible. That's all I'm saying. And I understand Eagles fans being upset. But I also don't subscribe to you can't call that a penalty in that moment because the truth is –
2: LeBron James said on Twitter,
1: by the way. And LeBron was wrong (laughs) because the truth is it was a penalty. And if it's a penalty, you've got to call it in the first quarter just like you call it in the fourth quarter, and it sucks – that it decided the game, and were, were there times in the game where they probably should have called holding and they didn't? Mm-hmm. Yes. But, I mean, the fact that the game the game ends and you've got the guy James Bradbury talking to the media to yep. says – yeah, I held him. I was hoping. I was hoping they'd let me slide. I was on Trying it, to get but, away with it, but I didn't get there.
0: That's the thing. I, and I tweeted all this out last night. James Bradbury admitting it was holding. I tugged on his jersey. I thought I would get away with it, or I was hoping to get away with it. You had Carl Sheffers in the pool report explaining everything so clearly about how he tugged his jersey. He impeded his route. It's. It, it was a blatant hold. And then I tweeted out my opinion on why everyone is so upset about this, and I truly believe this. Greg Olson did a, I thought a really good job calling his first Super Bowl. Okay, he's a he's a, a new analyst. He was just playing, and now he's the part of the Fox number one crew with Kevin Burkhardt. Well, also I thought did a good job. You know, People have their opinions, but whatever. Olson's explanation
1: was well, the he's on the seventh floor crew too, right? What's that? You don't remember that song? No, the, the Miami song, like when he was at the U and they did that rap song, the Seventh Floor Crew. No, and Greg Olson, Greg with my third leg. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, We're talking like, about yacht
0: parties and oh my,
1: like. So honestly, like, you've got you've got to listen to this song now. Okay, we, maybe we should insert it to the pod. Maybe not everyone's as old as I am. So here's here's the thing: his explanation of the call in real time fueled
0: the public's hatred for the call. Because Greg Olson said on the replay, ah, he got his hand on his back, I don't know. If Greg Olson, doing the color analyst job, via replay, said, well, yeah, you can clearly see it here. He's tugging the jersey, not letting him get to the outside. You know that, That's a hold, guys. He's impeding his route. I don't think that there's such a public outcry. Because I think public opinion has swayed so much by what they see and what they hear, that when the analyst on TV says, eh, it's ticky-tack,
1: now it's in their heads. Yeah.
0: It's ticky-tack, guys. That's what the expert said. It's ticky-tack.
1: And what I saw it go to last night a lot on Twitter was, well, it's within the first five yards. It's allowed there. Well, contact is allowed in the first five yards. But, I mean, you can't take a chainsaw to someone in the first five yards. Like, imagine, well, if contact's allowed in the first five yards— And I, I'm a cornerback, and I just grab a receiver's jersey and pull it and sit down. (laughs) That's a penalty. You're tugging his jersey. It doesn't matter if it's in the five yards or not. Like there's legal contact is allowed in that five yard range. It it, again, you can say I don't know that the ball would if Juju would have caught it. I, but I don't know that he wouldn't have. You know, I don't know. It's not about that. It's, it's, It's it's what Mahomes did. Is what every
0: veteran quarterback does. When you see it happen, you, you throw. throw in that yes. guy's direction. Yeah, because you get the call. Yeah. Tom Brady does it all the time. This is what quarter, good quarterbacks do. He saw it and he threw in that direction. Again, it's not. A, it wasn't pass interference. And and let's understand that. I understand it's the same thing at that moment, right? Because it's it's five yards and an automatic first down, so it doesn't matter because it ended the game. But they didn't call pass interference, so people say it's not catchable. He wouldn't have caught it. That's not the call. The call was defensive holding, yeah. and what defensive holding is, is where you pull the guy's shirt and don't allow him to run his route. That that's defensive holding.
1: And again, it made for it made for a really anticlimactic ending. And what, it wasn't I fun liked, for the end of the I have game. Would like
0: to see Jalen Hurts get the ball back with the absolutely? 50?
1: Of course, absolutely. Here was Bradbury after the
0: game. For those of you that want to hear it from his mouth, you know, I'm, I was hoping he would let it go, but of course, you know, he's a ref. It's a big game, uh, and like it was it be. was a hold, so they called it. And if you want to know the pool report from Carl Sheffers, he says, "quote." The receiver went to the inside, and he was attempting to release to the outside. The defender grabbed the jersey with his right hand and restricted him from releasing to the outside, so therefore we called it defensive holding. The reporter follows up and asks what specifically about that play was the part that merited the flag, just to be perfectly clear. And Sheffers said the grabbing of the jersey that restricted his free release to the outside. Follow-up. Was that a pretty clear case from your vantage point? It was a clear case of a jersey grab that caused restriction. And I, I don't. I don't know. Look, you can be upset that we were robbed of an opportunity. Absolutely. To see what would have happened if Jalen Hurts got the football back with a minute fifty-four and no timeouts. That's okay. You can be upset about that. I'm upset about that. But don't just say that it was rigged or it was a a fix. It was a script. It was a bad call. It was the right call. You don't have to like it, but it was the right call. It happens all the time. Just like, did did I like the call of the the neutral zone infraction on the Chiefs on that fourth and one that gave the Eagles the first down? I didn't like it because you know what? There was no contact made. And by the rule... If you're a defensive player and you, and you get back without making offside, contact, you can jump back. But Jason Kelsey is one of the best centers in the league. And as soon as a player comes to the neutral zone, he stands up because that draws the referee yeah. to
1: say, hey, neutral zone infraction. That's the right call. Yeah. <laughs> and that what you just said is it's an example of veteran guys taking advantage of what they see. And instead of instead of making it where the ref sees it and he's got to make a judgment call. You change the game to where they have to make the call. Kelsey standing up makes them have to say, "Okay, who jumped?" Mahome's throwing it to Juju Smith Schuster mm-hmm. after he's held makes the refs have a decision yes. to make. It can't It's not a judgment call now. Like you can say, man, maybe we let that go because it was on the opposite side of the field of what mm-hmm. was happening. And it
0: didn't affect the play. Like we saw, like we saw the ticky tack call in the regular season. Which game was that where it was a, a BS call that that gave the team the win? Where it was the, Washington, the whole, New York yeah, Washington, right? Was the play on the opposite side? And He was like, oh, he's lined up off yeah. the line of scrimmage. I'm like, yes. Right? I'm good? Okay, that's that's I'm a good. bullshit
1: call. <laughs> where he's, <laughs> that, he's like, you got you got to back up some, and he backed up a step, and yeah, he should have yeah. backed up two. Yeah. yeah. Okay,
0: yeah, that's crazy. a bullshit call. Yeah. This one was a legit penalty.
1: Well, it, again, I understand the disappointment and I think fans were were sort of robbed of a of at least knowing what would have happened. And but here's the truth. That penalty call didn't blow a 10-point lead for
0: the Eagles. That penalty call didn't allow the Chiefs to score on every possession no. in the second half.
1: The the Eagles defense did this to themselves. It was a second half collapse and There's not, I mean, you can point every, every game you lose, you can point at one play or one call and say, well, if that had gone our way, I I just don't, it's, it's one, one play like you, the Eagles put themselves in that position, uh, you know, and honestly, honestly, the Eagles defense, I thought, despite giving up 38 points, I guess only 31 of them were, were, uh, were offensive. But I thought the Eagles' defense played better than I would have expected against Mahomes. I, I'd been heavy Actually, on— Actually,
0: I disagree with that.
1: Okay. Because what did we
0: hear coming into this game? The, the Eagles hadn't played anybody. The, no, it was the Eagles' pass rush, Third right? Third greatest Has, pass yeah, rush Hassan Reddick getting MVP votes. How many times was Patrick Mahomes sacked in this game? Bad ankle and all. How many times was Patrick Mahomes sacked?
2: 0.0. 0.0.
0: Zero. So,
1: oh, well, but wait.
0: Eagles did someone said, an incredible McKinsey, job.
1: McKenzie, someone said I think he wants some of what you're smoking because uh, <laughs> that, uh, that Chiefs
2: to have more sacks bet. Uh, it was, you have to be high. The super sheet, you don't bet against the super sheet. Mahomes averaged one and a half sacks per year this year. Jalen Hurts averaged two and a half. Why was Jalen Hurts the favorite to get less sacks? He shouldn't have been. He's a good winner
0: for me. I did not think that the, Chief, the Eagles defense played great. I thought that in the second half, they had a soft coverage. They allowed... The, they allowed underneath routes. They allowed Juju. They, they bid on those fakes, and they allowed Juju to get behind them. And it, in the red zone, to fall for that play multiple times is, is worrisome. Like, Jonathan Gannon's the defensive coordinator, right? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you come up with something different. What they were doing was, they Mahomes, it's a great play design, first of all, because you see that they're in man. And so, when you put the player in motion, the defender runs in motion with him. And the defender's got to run because he thinks that he's going to run all the way across the field. And then when you stop and go back to where you came from, you're wide open. It's a great play design. But hey, here's an idea. Maybe go zone in the red zone. I don't know. A little flat zone. Change change
2: something.
1: But I think what you have to admit, at least for the Eagles defense, is they at least made Mahomes beat him with death by a thousand cuts because. There weren't explosive plays really. The no, the, no. the explosive play in the second half was the Mahomes run, yes. where it was like, oh, "Look at him doing this, even on a bad ankle." That's the it.
0: longest play that they had from scrimmage. Yeah, that's twenty six yards.
1: But the, the like, longest play they had from scrimmage. The big the big uh, I guess the big Pacheco run was very early. That was for the early, second. It was twenty four right? yards. Okay, yeah. and then the, uh, the 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 big Kelsey catch was twenty two. That the was first. Their, that was their first drive. drive. Mm-hmm. So they they really limited explosiveness in mm-hmm. the second half. But it was ball control and it was just it was a lot of first downs and a lot of uh dink and dunk and just getting the job done. But if you had told me, yeah, Patrick Mahomes has 182 passing yards in the game, I would have said, Man, the Eagles really probably won that game. If you told me
0: that the Chiefs were down 10 at the half and only had the ball for eight minutes, yeah, this game is over. Yeah, there's no. Uh, I mean, look, I bet Chiefs second half, but that's just because I'm a know, and and I wanted the action. But I I really do believe that the Eagles defense let Jalen Hurts down.
2: So 40 against Dak Prescott, 33 against Aaron Rodgers, and he didn't play the fourth quarter. Now 38 against the Chiefs. See a pattern here. Three quarterbacks they face that I would say are arguably top ten. 35 plus in every game on average. Well, maybe listen, they just weren't that good of a defense. The Lions offense put up good
1: numbers against them and even Trevor Lawrence put up like tr- remember Trevor Lawrence played them in a hurricane, a literal hurricane and still put up 21 points on them. So it's this was kind of my argument against the Eagles coming into this was I I think the defense is good. Don't get me wrong. I don't know that it's like historically great because if the best quarterback you played all year was Dak Prescott once I can't I can't with certainty say yeah this will hold up against the best quarterback in the world
2: because there's no way of knowing it could. So this is next year's Super Bowl. I just want to let you want to wonder what you guys think. Chiefs 6 to 1. Clearly. Bills second favorite 850. Eagles then, third. Eagles, Bengals, Niners all third at 9 to 1.
1: Niners are interesting because they've got obviously the biggest question mark uh with with what they're going to do at quarterback. Uh, I don't. I don't think I have a beef with anybody in that top five. You know who? Was, I mean, this is
2: what we were we were saying. The argument all year was: Are the Chiefs the best team? Are the Bills the best team? Eagles were the th- next year behind that. Next year, Super Bowl odds speak exactly to that. That's
1: what I never understood in these two weeks leading up to this, and that's why I said I, I'll hate myself if I don't bet on the best quarterback in the world as an underdog, because all season long it's been the first half of the season. The Bills were the best team. There was about a three-week span where the Bills and Chiefs were even. The last seven weeks of the season, the Chiefs were the best team in football for, for power ratings. The Eagles beat the Giants, who we thought didn't belong in the playoffs, and they beat a team with no quarterback in the uh, in the NFC Championship game, and now they're favored over the Chiefs? Mm-hmm. Make it make sense to me, and it just didn't. And I, I think, you know, again, they they, they – Probably exceeded what my expectations of this game were. I thought that the, the Chiefs would actually beat them by over a score, like over a touchdown. But we
2: think Mahomes was more hurt than we might have expected.
0: I
1: think the the idea of what he – what when what he limped fr- off at yeah. the end of the first half, yeah. I was
0: like, ooh. Uh, honestly, the long halftime helped him. Oh, sure. If, it, if this was a normal 13-minute halftime, it would have been different, but it was a longer halftime because it was the Super Bowl and you had Rihanna. And I don't know what they did to him at half, but – would it surprise you if we find out later on today or maybe tomorrow that he needs a procedure done to his ankle? wouldn't shock me. wouldn't shock me at all. wouldn't shock uh, me. The other
1: thing— And I think that's why they had to give him the MVP anyway. Yeah. Like, uh, well, it know.
0: was narrative. It was yeah. narrative-driven. So, the Eagles are now the second team in Super Bowl history to blow a double-digit halftime lead.
2: Don't tell me. Wait. Falcons.
0: Yeah, 28-3. So— It was 21-3. to Well, halfway. whatever it was, yeah. yeah. But— Twenty-six—the second time in history. Twenty-six and two teams that have a double-digit lead in the wow. football at the half.
2: It doesn't seem that crazy though. It doesn't seem like that would only happen once every.
1: That's what I'm that. saying. It. it feels like it'd be a more regular thing, you know, especially in today's age where yeah. it's easy to get up by ten and it's easy to give up ten. Uh, that, that is surprising to me. It does. So again, not on Jalen Hurts, but uh, certainly on the Eagles' defense. All right. Here's another question we've got to ask in the post-game interview. Travis Kelsey, ne'er one of y'all said we were gonna win. (laughs) Uh, Area one, I don't like. Is it's does he have a different television set than I do? Like a different internet? No, I think Travis
0: Kelsey's just on Twitter. (laughs) <laughs> and he's just seeing everything post about a uh, uh, two point $2. two million dollars came in on the Eagles, or like all these bets but like, coming in on the Eagles. The Chiefs
1: were what the second or third favorite coming into the season. I don't. He yeah. He like was, plenty he was, of people thought the Chiefs could win. This isn't like a shocking development that the Chiefs were in the Super Bowl. You were the one seed. You were fourteen and three. You had you had home field throughout. A lot of people picked you to win.
0: Yeah, he's clearly just going by. Uh, what he saw on social media about all the money coming in on the Philadelphia Eagles and having them as an underdog. That's his reaction. Yeah, but you but, we
1: were a, a one and a half point dog. Yeah. If this was like, if the Minnesota Vikings had somehow made it to the Super Bowl and people had been literally all year long talking about mm-hmm, that they, mm-hmm. they were phony and they were no good and they won the Super Bowl and Kirk Cousins got on camera and said, None of you guys thought we were good. I'd be like, all right, good for you, Kurt. <laughs> when you're the best team all season long and you're like, none of you thought I could do, like Travis, Kel- I, he's like one of those guys that I would never want to have a beer with Travis Kelsey. Like, I, I don't want to hang out with guys like Travis Kelsey. It's not my Not He'd rather my hang scene. out with Jason Kelsey. Much rather hang out with Jason he's Kelsey. He's more your speed. Way more my <laughs> speed. Way more my speed. Well, let's
0: get into the halftime show, guys. And. Okay. As it gave it out. We gave it out <laughs> on the Dream Pod. We 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 handed you the winner. Yeah. We handed you the winner with bitch better have my money. Y'all better have your money after betting this. Now, I couldn't find a place to bet it. You drove to Arizona. You can't bet this shit. This
2: is offshore, faraway places. Get that bet online.
0: It, it, and they take it down. Yeah. And when you can bet it, you get peanuts on yeah. it. <laughs> Look, I had one bookie that I got a hundred bucks on it. Like, that's it. Like, you can't make money on this stuff. And and it's like everybody, I, I tweeted something out earlier in the day because I was so bothered by what I was seeing on social media with everyone tweeting out and, and TikToks and Instagrams about speculating about what the first song was going to be. And I said, wait a minute. There's you should no, stop speculating. There's no speculation. You either have the information or you don't have the well, information. Well, I saw it
2: in Chicago in 98, and she came out with this one.
0: No, no, there's no—I there's, didn't, I didn't understand that. There's no speculating. You either have the info, like we did, or you don't have the info. And you can still have the info and not be able to profit off of it, which is what happens to us and what happened to everybody else. I, I told people—we gave it out on our podcasts— some people might have been able to bet it with a local. Others that tried offshore or tried wherever. If you Hey, if you did like a prop sheet at your Super Bowl party, that's where you won it. Yeah. So congratulations. That's yeah. where you want it. Anthem went under. We had that information as well. Could we bet it? No. Not much. <laughs> so it's, it's although, of those boy, things. If you go
1: to Twitter and hope that Twitter is going to give you an accurate time for the anthem, <laughs> it was like everything from one minute flat to like one, 108, 109, and people like show their stopwatches. I was like, man, some of you guys were already drunk pregame. Yeah. This is 109? There's no way. What's amazing is, and— and By the way, great anthem. Pre-game, great national
0: anthem. Pregame posted this on Twitter well before the game, so everyone can see this. And if you listened to the Dream Pod this week, you, you heard the explanation. We gave you the script. Steve Fezzik told you exactly what was going to happen on the, super, on the halftime show. Like, literally. Exactly. Step by step.
1: People just don't believe it. Okay. I've got to ask you guys a question, and this is going to be non-PC. I'm going to take the chance. She was pregnant. Okay. <laughs> Glad you said it, not me. Oh,
0: you were gonna say she, is she fat?
1: No, I thought she. I was like, is she pregnant? Didn't she just have a baby? I don't know, but she was clearly I pregnant. Think she just had a baby, and then she looked pregnant. Now it's long,
2: like I, long enough ago where it would make sense.
1: They don't call him ASAP for nothing. She's I guess been he's lazy, like pregnant ASAP. Get back pregnant ASAP, Rocky. Was, she was 100 <laughs> pregnant. Yeah, 100. percent Which to me made the, the halftime show more impressive. Although there were people like, this is the best halftime show since blank. I was like. I don't know, last
2: year? like I, I really liked it. Did uh, you really like it? Did you really did.
0: like it? Because I thought...
2: The colors, man, it was deep. I thought... Okay, so I thought... No guests, no nothing, just her.
0: See, I was a little bothered by the no guests thing. I liked it. I would have even, you know, when she... There was one song that she... You know, the, the, the DJ Coward song. I would have even... I would have liked it if Coward was there going like, you know, another one. Well, <laughs> just
1: she did two Jay-Z songs in a row. <laughs> yeah. And then... After halftime, it shows Jay Z walking out. Like, and it's like, wait, Jay Z was there? He could have easily. Well, Kanye done
2: produced it. those songs? So he should have.
1: Yeah, and like,
0: <laughs> I, I didn't expect Kanye to be there during all of the lights. But no uh, one knows where Kanye yeah. is. They can't even find the
1: dude. <laughs> but they're gonna invite him to come to the halftime show. What I what I thought was,
0: Rihanna's got so many bangers, right? She she's got incredible an incredible set list. They she went through a lot of the songs very quickly. There wasn't a ton of dancing because she couldn't move that much. I did think the presentation was pretty cool with the floating stages and whatnot. So, do I was it the best halftime show? No.
2: What's the best all Uh, time? Prince. Prince. Prince in the
0: rain in Miami was the best halftime show. It's raining and he's singing "Purple Rain," and come on, (laughs) it's it's just amazing. Here's what I'm looking forward to next year here in Vegas. To me, there's two options, really only one option, and then there's what's going to happen that we're all going to hate. (laughs) The two options are the Killers and Imagine Dragons.
2: Vegas born and bred.
1: Those are are terrible options. They're not. Yes, they (laughs) are. here's
0: why. And it's probably, the the, the real option is probably going to be Imagine Dragons because of their commercial appeal. Okay? Now, what's going to happen, and we're all going to hate it, is they're gonna do a Vegas medley with like Wayne a Newton. Fake a fake Elvis. Please let it be a, Wayne a, Newton. Oh yeah. A bunch of, you know, come on. It's oh it's gonna man, be that's a Vegas, man there. It, it's, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's gonna be it's gonna be a Vegas medley. You'll have a bunch of artists that have some Vegas residencies, you'll have Cirque du Soleil doing some acrobatics, and it'll be a whole Vegas themed halftime show brought to you by the Vegas Tourism District or whatever. And we're not gonna appreciate it. Viva Las Vegas. Yeah, Viva Las
1: Vegas. I uh, I don't know. I th- I thought this one was solid. I didn't think it was anything like oh, just spectacular. Like I was, a f- and I think maybe last year was targeted more at me. Like the uh, the '90s hip hop stuff was more much more targeted at me than than Rihanna is, uh, but. It wasn't like it was. Oh my God! What are we watching here? I, I'll be honest. When they who was it uh, or where was it at when it was Shakira and Jennifer Lopez was that in Miami? That,
2: that was two years ago. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think okay. that no. I think that the weekend was two years ago.
2: Oh, that was three years ago. Yeah, which would have
1: been Miami. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't like it. Like I just didn't think it was very good. I didn't think they sounded very good. Uh, I, they've done Maroon Five before that. I didn't like that. But Adam I'm, Levine took a shirt off and everyone. Yeah, out. I think I'm just getting to be an old man. To where it's like. Eh, it's do you remember
0: after the Janet Jackson incident? And Which, they, by the way, it was a great halftime show. Great halftime show. And after that incident, they went with like the safe approach, and they got like the Who, yes. and they did a bunch of like older no, bands.
1: I, I think that the uh, the year after Janet Jackson, they did Paul McCartney. Yes, it was like the, the, <laughs> the Who's the guy who will definitely not do anything crazy. Let's get Paul McCartney, and it was and it was safe. But it was year after year they did. It was Paul McCartney. It was the Who, the Stones. Yes, right? Tom Petty. <laughs> and,
0: yeah. And it wasn't Bruce until, Springsteen. I it it was wasn't until, I think, the Black Eyed Peas... That was the, that they, the, at Cowboy Stadium. That they were like, I was all right, all right, now we can go back and we can do some kind of modern stuff or whatever. Yeah, I have the list right here. It went from... It went Paul McCartney, The Rolling Stones, Prince, Epic Show, Tom Petty, Bruce Springsteen, The Who. And then... Black, black Eyed, eyed Peas. <laughs> and then Madonna, Beyonce, Bruno Mars. I'm going
1: to say something that will probably get me laughed at by a lot of masculine men who have hairy chests and will think I'm a pussy. Lady Gaga, great show. Great halftime show. I agree. I All right. Agree. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> All right. I Nothing good. wrong with All right. that. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for not making me feel smart. I thought the Timberlake <laughs> one was good the year after Oh, that. yeah. Justin Timberlake's an extremely talented yeah. dude. People don't like to hear that. He's really He's really good.
0: All right. Well, I'm putting my votes in. For next year here in Vegas, I want to see The Killers or Imagine Dragons. Two. I don't want Imagine to Dragons. The Killers Vegas. I can handle.
2: Here's By the-, the way,
0: I went to a Killers concert in April. It was like a religious experience. It's a great concert. Okay, really, really good show. Are really, we really stuck
2: on show. music? Does it have? I mean, like a stand-up can't walk out there, get a quick <laughs> five minutes. What, Carrot top. <laughs> it's gonna be Vegas related. Hub <laughs> ve- lives in Vegas. Yes. He represents. It's gonna state. be
0: Vegas themed. So <laughs> I think that they either go with the Vegas bands and the ones that have commercial appeal, or it's gonna wind up being like I said, like a medley of Vegas shows here in town. Michael Jackson hologram,
1: right? We'll do the you Michael
0: know, Jackson one show.
1: You How know what? That? You know what band is from here? That I bet I like. They do songs that go well in stadiums, that panic at the disco. That's sure. who it'll be. They're from Vegas. That's who it'll be, I bet. And I'm not really a big fan. I like that more than Imagine Dragons. But the I, thing honestly, is. Honestly, I hate Imagine Dragons. I'm just going to put it out there. I, I hate that band. You can hate them. But if you
0: look at their uh, their charts, yes. they have uh, a bunch of number one things. Yeah, but they And suck. that's commercial appeal. I don't like that. They had, okay, ready? Radioactive, number one. That's a shit song. Okay.
2: They got really doing really fast. Is it
0: right? Demons, number two. I Bet My Life number. Uh, peaked at three. Roots peaked at five. Sucker for Pain peaked at three. Believer, number one. Thunder, number one. Whatever It Takes, oh, number God. one. Natural, number one. Bad Liar, number two. I, mean, that, I don't know like who historic, likes them. I don't get it. Billboard likes them. <laughs> I don't get <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just think it's probably going to be, uh, like I said, it's going to be some sort of Vegas medley, and like I said, you'll have like a Cirque du Soleil aspect of
1: it. Well, they'll do the aerial show. I'm for and that. Oh, I hope Red Panda's there. Who's that? The girl who flips the plates onto her head on the unicycle. No, oh, that she's would, good. See, that would be if the, if it, if. It, <laughs> Isn't You've she, seen that show, isn't right?
0: She's in San Francisco, isn't that like, a like every? Show. She's
1: all over, like she she travels. She does a lot of NBA half times. Yeah, but she like carries. Like she's on oh, the unicycle yeah, and she throws yeah. the bowls she up onto her head. Stuff. Yeah, she's good. Man. Uh, you know, it's just gonna be like an
0: America's Got Talent. Yeah. Medley. There's going to be, like, Simon will be out there pressing the the
1: button. Sponsored by the Luxor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm for that.
0: (laughs) Chris Angel is going to, like, tightrope walk across the
1: stadium. One thing I think will be better next year will be the field. And you saw a lot of complaints during the game and after the game about the field. Basically just saying this was... This wasn't a uh, a, a playoff caliber surface, much less a Super Bowl caliber surface. Frank Clark said the field was kind of terrible. We had this problem in Arizona before. These stadiums try to do new tactics Mm -hmm. with the grass. They do new stuff. I've been playing football since I was seven. The best grass is grass that's naturally there. At the end of the day, it's the field that we were given. But but both teams had a hard time with it early on. Uh, Jake Elliott, I'm surprised Jake Elliott didn't break his ankle on that kickoff. Like it was it was pretty rough and- so what happens is the
0: NFL installs a new field for the Super Bowl every single year okay this is what they do and what at State Farm Stadium much like it is here in Vegas they have the natural grass that is outside and then is rolled, rolled in, in on the track what happened here in the stadium is because they had to um install like extra bleachers, In the end zone, they rolled the field in early, so it wasn't sitting outside this week, getting sunlight, dry or whatever. I don't know. There's a roof on the stadium. Open, open the roof. Let some of the. They uh, probably did, but the field was indoors. They they said that they moved it indoors on Wednesday, as opposed to it being outdoors all week, and then they move it indoors today.
1: Yeah, or you know, the day of the game, Saturday night,
0: whatever, or Saturday night. So that's why the field was indoors and maybe, I don't know, maybe moisture indoors, whatever, whatever it was. And plus the new paint on the field, they did a bad job. They did a bad job.
2: Yeah, whatever the reason is, what is the job of the field? To be a good field. Like, there's yeah. only one thing it has to do and not be a shitty field is what it did.
1: Yeah, and some people were blaming the paint. I, I don't know what What's it was. What's crazy is there was an, ar- there was
0: an article written, the, I guess it was Saturday,
1: actually talking
0: about... About the grass that they were using, and it was saying how it's a uh, a brand new breed of grass that was developed by the USGA.
2: They're like, like inventing
0: new grasses yes. for this game. Yes. Come Imagine on. that. There's like people in labs going like, you know,
1: we have to invent a new breed of grass. That's what Frank Clark is saying. God's <laughs> grass is the best grass. Like you guys making up this grass is no good. Well, here's an idea: field turf.
0: Oh wait, we hate that too.
1: Yeah, they, it's always something. You know what I say? bank can play on astroturf, like the old days. They can play
2: on concrete.
1: That's right, concrete with a little bit of green felt rolled over it. Yeah, there you used go. To do
2: in the schoolyard
1: Kentucky bluegrass. It's the only way to go. <laughs> well, either way, it's got to be better than this. I mean, this is really—it it was bad yesterday. It was—it was—it's a bad look for the NFL too. Like this is your biggest game, and guys can't stay up on their feet because. It, it's a disaster. Like it can't, it can't be a talking point the day after the game. Like it should, if it's that bad, you've done something extremely wrong. And I think they had, they had a real problem last well, night. What's your favorite type of grass? Is it Kentucky bluegrass, or are you a Bermuda type of guy? Hmm. Bermuda's nice. It's hard to get Kentucky bluegrass out here. Uh, I, I yeah. I'm, Kentucky bluegrass is probably the nicest.
0: I mean, most major league baseball stadiums are Kentucky bluegrass.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to argue it. But I think it gets torn up a little bit by the football. It's a, it's not a game built for – it's not a grass built for football.
2: It's fancy, pantsy grass. Yeah. For those baseballs. Yeah. <laughs> Look, man. This grass is
1: Alabama creeping bean
2: as opposed to Georgia creeping bean. It's lighter. Lighter meaning faster?
1: Exactly. You know a lot about golf. I know even more about grass. Yeah, but it can't be a talking point on the day after the Super Bowl. That's what it got to. Maybe because we're in Vegas next year and there's watering restrictions. Maybe they'll play on desert landscape. They'll just play on a bunch of <laughs> rocks and shit. And just, <laughs> just see, hey, we'll see what happens. See how it goes. We'll see how it turns out.
0: So, any uh, any closing thoughts on the game, Mac? You have anything on the game that something bother you, or I mean, which this was it was a great game. It, it was. That's it. it was a great game. Chiefs win. But let's talk about Mahomes' legacy. How about that? Patrick Mahomes has been in the league for five years now. He, he could retire today, and he's a first ballot Hall of Famer.
1: Any any disagreements? No.
2: No way. No
1: disagreements. We, I mean, people talk about Eli Manning as a, a Hall of Famer. They've got the same amount of Super Bowls, yeah. and Eli Manning had a bunch of shitty season stuff between his. <laughs> so, yeah, Patrick Mahomes hasn't had one of those. Yeah,
0: Mahomes, is, Mahomes has been in the league for six years, but he's been a starter for five, yeah, right? Yeah. The first year was the Alex Smith, and then he played the last game of the season, and it was whatever. But in his five years as a starting quarterback, Mahomes has been to five straight AFC Championship games. He's been to three Super Bowls, winning two of them, and he's a two-time league MVP and a two-time Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. He's done all of that, and he could still play for 10 more years?
1: Yeah, easy. It, yeah, he's a uh, he's a freak of nature. It, it, it's it's one of those – he's not supposed to be this good.
0: Like, okay. Make the bet right now. Does Mahomes win more Super Bowls than
1: Tom Brady? No. I'll just – I think that's probably yeah, the safer pretty, side pretty of it.
2: Pretty safe bet. Does he win six more? It's going to be tough. I mean, if, even if he wins five more, it's a push.
0: How many wow. years do you think he plays? Does he play 10 plus more years?
2: He's 27. Yeah. I'm going to say he plays till 40, 13 more
0: years. So, 13 years. Can he win five Super Bowls? Can. Wouldn't, he's been to three in five years. shock me. What's going to be different about this Chiefs team next year?
2: So he, Not much. He's taking 17% of the cap. Tez Seth, PFF, had this. Before this season, no quarterback had ever taken up more than 13% of the cap and won the Super Bowl. He's broken through the barrier, 17% yeah. of the cap, 40 million g- guy, won the Super Bowl. His contract is actually pretty friendly from here on, where Jalen Hurts probably gets a $50 million deal. Other guys are going to get stepped up. He's kind of set at 40, 45. They're kind of in a in the cat's bird position.
1: Here's the question. And Andy Reid came out and said uh, that he is he plans on returning to coaching next year, which I didn't even know was in doubt. But once you start having to say that at the end of every year means you're probably nearing the end. I wonder what Patrick Mahomes looks like when he's pulled away from Andy Reid, and it's it's kind of what we always talked about with with Belichick and Brady—is it the chicken or the egg? Sure. Uh, how will Andy Reid or how will will Patrick Mahomes look once he's outside of Andy Reid's system? That's the question. So you thought
2: Hurts was the best player in the game. I thought I thought it was Mahomes. He again now eleven three in the playoffs. Zero turnovers in the playoffs. And those runs, I mean, look at just the Chiefs' offense 6.7 yards per play compared to the Eagles' 5.5. They scored a touchdown on every drive of the second half, except for when they kicked a field goal at the one. Like, sometimes it's just the small things. I know he only had 200 something yards. A lot of that was the return and different reasons they didn't have the ball. But he didn't do anything wrong again in the playoffs. That, I mean, his QBR is kind of eye popping 96. I'm not sure if he was that perfect. But he didn't do anything wrong again, and they won again. That's the that's his legacy as far as I'm concerned. He never messes up in the playoffs. I thought Nick you know, sometimes he loses in overtime. To, you know, but it he never has a bad game
1: ever. It's it's funny what what uh, Aaron Andrews was. I guess following Patrick Mahomes around all week leading mm-hmm. up to this, and she was on the Chiefs sideline at the beginning of the game, and she said when she talked to Patrick Mahomes before the game, he talked about he hadn't really played well in the two Super Bowls prior, and. She said, well, what, what can you change? And he said, I was trying to do too much. I was trying to be Superman. Mm. So the fact that he comes out and he has less than 200 yards and wins means he did what he, what he was planning on doing, like trying to you know to trust his teammates and not, not feel like he had to do everything to go out there and win the game. So I give him a lot of credit. I think it was obviously a very gutsy performance. I, I think clearly whatever's happened with his leg is, is gnarly. And it's it's, it's a really good contrast though,
2: because the Super Bowl he lost to the Bucks, he was doing everything. A lot of people said, "Oh my God, could you see how Mahomes played?" But he wasn't that good. He was just running around a lot and doing yeah. spectacular, you know, near misses. This game, it was just a flawless workmanlike execution. And I also think,
1: you know, everybody will talk about Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. This is, and while it's probably the less the least uh, talented group of playmakers that he's had, because there's no Tyree Kill here. This is the best defense he's had, maybe since mm. he's been there. Like the Chiefs' defense wasn't, we, in previous Super Bowls, the Chiefs' defense would have been a, a huge narrative. Like it's always like, is their defense good enough? Mm-hmm. It, th- that wasn't really a big talking point last week no. because the Chiefs' defense is better than it has been. It's like it's a slightly above average defense in the league, which for the, la- the last couple of times they were in the Super Bowl, it was like a bottom five, bottom 10 defense with a fantastic offense. This is a really good, balanced team. I think you just got to give them credit. And speaking of the Chiefs defense, major props to
0: Nick Bolton, who had an incredible game. He had nine tackles. He had a touchdown. He had a second touchdown that was called back because it was ruled an incomplete pass. I think rightfully so. Yeah, of course rightfully so. But that dude was the best defensive player on the field.
1: Were you guys surprised the uh, when they challenged the Goddard catch? Did you guys think it was still a catch? No,
2: I thought it was thought close it was, enough where they would have, they would call it a catch. I thought it was okay. incomplete, but they said I thought so too. But
1: yeah. they
0: said it was it was a catch because his tippy toe was still on the ground when he got possession.
2: And they were down in the game. <laughs> they, I mean, I don't know. People at the end will say they they robbed us from a really entertaining you know end of the game with the call the defensive holding. But when they're yeah, down that, one four, if, if, if
1: that is overturned to incomplete, it's not as and fun then of a game. Down and they have yeah. to punt it yeah. or whatever. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: Either it was way, third and fourteen. Yeah,
1: yeah. That was a uh, that was maybe the the play that gave the Eagles life. Yeah. Without that, the I don't think the Eagles have mm-hmm. uh, like there's no hope at a, a good ending. So it, it, again, referees give and take. Like <laughs> here's the deal, and this is what I said a couple times on Twitter. Like this, the idea that refs you know call things sometimes and don't how they seize things sometimes they don't sometimes. That's like that's the idea of having humans referee games. It's not as simple as balls and strikes in Major League Baseball, which honestly is pretty – like you've got one job as the home plate umpire when you're when you're watching a pitcher pitch to a batter. It's to mm-hmm. decide if it's a ball or a strike. It's not that hard. But there's like, what, eight sets of human eyes in that yeah. game? The camera – what the the angles the cameras give you are totally different than what those referees' eyeballs see. So while on television there may be a blatant hold – it doesn't mean that, like, remember these guys are on the field with a bunch of three hundred pound dudes running around. Of them, yeah, yeah, and it you can't see every angle perfect. They don't have the bird's eye view. It's it's a lot more difficult than it seems. So they they can't see every penalty when they do see them, You like to hope they're going to call him. Uh, and you know, I, I I'm no charl I'm no Carl Cheffer's fan. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I think he's in, in he's generally a bad referee. Uh, but I, I thought for most of this game they let they let them play uh and i also think that if they don't call that hold at the end of the game and the eagles win chiefs fans are in the position to bitch and yeah. it's it, there's that means there's no winning for them there's no win for the officials in that case because mm-hmm. whichever side gets to call half the fan ha- half the uh, people watching the super bowl are going to bitch about it
0: part of me just really wanted there to be more than 8 seconds left on the clock so that we could see
1: at least a couple of plays yeah. in the Eagles'
0: offense after that, or even if they
1: had like enough time to take one big chunk and try to kick a field goal. I, I don't know. Well, like, I
0: just thought. Let's say there was twenty something seconds left, and they just had they had time, and and Jalen Hurts throws an interception. I don't think anyone's talking about the holding call. You know, right? It's just like they just, yeah. We were robbed of an opportunity to see something. It was the right call again, but we were robbed of of a fun ending. No Which, one likes to see a couple of kneel downs and then taking the kick. I'm sure uh, if McKinnon goes in and scores that touchdown, people would have rather that.
1: You know what else I'll say? As great as Jalen Hurts played, and maybe this makes it even more impressive that he played so well, when he tried to like just chuck it as hard as he could at the end of the game and it was about 20 yards short of everyone, yeah. I was like, oh my god. That dude played this should've, whole game with his put, shoulder banged up. Minshew in for that. I mean, <laughs> It, it it just to me it just he deserves a lot of credit for getting mm-hmm. out there because clearly he's not a hundred percent and for him to have the game that he had playing at less than hundred percent is incredible.
2: Four so, total touchdowns set a record it for a QB rushing yard.
1: Five total touchdowns if you count the one he fumbled away. That's true. <laughs> yeah, true. he was he was in on almost every play. <laughs> so all right, so and uh, an octopus and yeah, an octopus so. fourteen Cash to it.
0: one the octopus hits another pick we gave out on uh, the podcast. Well, great football season, guys. It was a lot of fun. But football's not over. We got XFL. Oh, yeah. Coming up. XFL. Oh, that's still around?
1: Well, yeah. I saw a commercial for it during the Super Bowl.
0: Like Which is. Do the, the
2: champions th- play the each other? The Vegas, That'd be awesome. The oh, Vegas
0: Vipers. That's the XFL team, right? I believe so, yeah. Okay, all right. So the Vegas Vipers. we going to go catch a game?
1: Yeah, I'll go. You uh, you down for it, man? Where are they like play? A little field trip?
2: If they play at uh, down at Allegiant, I, I'll stop by. What if,
1: but if they're if they're not there, it's like uh, no. If
2: they're at the old unit, Rebel Stadium,
1: I'm not going to some. Petty oh you know where, stadium. know where they're playing? <laughs> where are they playing? Cashman Field. Okay, it's like an old soccer field, right? Yeah, it's, Well, it's, it's the not old. It's, its, the, it's the old
0: baseball field
1: turned that into turned
0: field. into the Las Vegas Lights soccer field, yeah. and now they're going to do it for the XFL. So. You
1: know, what I really love about that. It's in a great
0: neighborhood. <laughs>
2: not that bad of a neighborhood. It's a good working class neighborhood.
0: Okay. Uh, I drive by it all the, the time. Biggest, baby? I, I drive by it all the time when I go to Big League
1: Dreams for softball. Uh-huh. And it's just like. Uh, yeah. Listen, the t- t- cities change, right? A <laughs> lot is 250.
2: That's true. You know
0: what? It's there gonna, are upsides. It's going to be fun because there's not going to be a bad seat in the house and you'll be really close to the action. So I say we go. We're practically going to be on the sidelines. All right. So let's just go. XFL Vipers. Here we come. Who's our quarterback? Obviously, Brett Hundley. You didn't hear the news? No way. Yeah, is he the best quarterback in the league? I mean, he's got to be the one with the most like NFL experience, right? Yeah,
1: he's pedigreed, friend. Uh, <laughs> Aaron
0: Rodgers backup. Yeah, former UCLA well, back uh, Backup to the
1: backup. Yeah, Jordan Love's backup. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Brett Hundley, uh, yeah. It, like. Listen, this is a guy who's a, a longtime NFL vet. That's, all, that's the nicest thing you can say about him, right? All right.
2: Nine career starts, three and six record. He was a guy. He played in the league. That's right. Played for the Packers. Played for the Seahawks. <laughs> played for the Cardinals. Colts. Practice squad for the Ravens
1: Saints. But then back on the Ravens again. Now the Vegas Vipers. Let's go, Vipers.
0: XFL season starts soon. You're go, ha- Vipes, you- go. Are you going to do XFL picks <laughs> on pregame.com?
1: I am going to be doing XFL on pregame, yes. That's awesome. The question is, who who becomes my favorite team? The Vipers or the Roughnecks?
2: Is there a Buffalo team?
1: There is not. There is uh There's Vegas, St. Louis Battlehawks. Yeah, the Los Angeles, DC. Yeah, the, uh, there's no. There's uh, no. any
2: phenom quarterbacks. Here we go. Yeah, Brett Hundley. Here okay, we go. There's Brett Hundley. You
0: got the Arlington Renegades with head coach Bob Stoops. The Houston Roughnecks. With head coach Wade Phillips. That's going to be AJ's team.
1: Wade Phillips, yeah, I'm going to be coaching the Rough Knicks. The Orla- Real excited about this season. The
0: Orlando Guardians with head coach Terrell Buckley. Nice. The San Antonio Brahma's Brahma. with head coach Hines Ward. Hines Ward. That's right. The D.C. Defenders, coached by Reggie Barlow. The Seattle Sea Dragons, coached by Jim Hazlitt, The St. Louis Battlehawks, coached by former tight end Anthony Beck. And then our Vegas Vipers. Coached by Rod Woodson. Now, here's the best part about all these uh, teams. The capacity of all the stadiums that they're playing in. Arlington, eh, it's small. You know, it's a former baseball stadium. 25,000 when they reconfigured it. But Houston, 40,000. Orlando, 60,000. That's a real football stadium. The Alamo Dome, 64,000. DC's going to play at a soccer stadium, so about 20,000 people. But Seattle's playing where the uh, Seahawks play. So that's like 70,000 people. What's cashman hold? Like 15? Not even.
1: 12,000. Oh,
2: <laughs> we, it's going to be loud. It's going to be like right. Cameron Indoor. In it's going to be a uh, baby. <laughs>
1: It's going to be an intimate setting. Intimate right. setting there.
0: Yeah. Uh XFL picks coming to you soon. pregame.com. All right,
1: college basketball. Let's talk uh well First of all, number one team in the country lost yesterday. Purdue falls to Northwestern, sixty-four. I love a good rushing the court. Do you? I hate it.
0: I hate it when a favorite wins. You should not be rushing the court when you're favored to win the game, and it's happened. There's been times where, let's say, the number six team is on the road against the number twenty-five, but number twenty-five is favorite. We would call that a system play. Yeah, and and the the favorite. Who's the lower ranked team wins the game and the fans rush the court. Yeah. Like, dude, you were favored to win the game. That's not an upset. Yeah, I agree. But when you're Northwestern and you beat the number one team in the nation, have at it,
2: Hawks. Have you been to Evanston in February?
1: Here's what I don't like like about rubbing the court running rushing the court is like the Purdue players are still on the floor. That's their job. Get the hell up. They're hold salty. your hands up in the
0: air. You gotta <laughs> hold your hands up like this so you're not touching anybody. But you know you somebody's touching up. them. You hold your hands up in the air as to not show because the minute you make contact with a student, you got you're in trouble. You got so that's why you hold your hands up. I don't like it. You hold your hands up and you sh- and you walk to the locker room. That's it.
2: Yeah, okay. It's possible to get out of there without Assaulting someone, I still agree with AJ. It's like you're putting them on the spot in a very emotional moment. They just lost. Like, yeah, right, yeah, this is the procedure you can get and out you know without penalty.
0: And you know, students are spitting in their faces and cursing yes. at them and yeah. whatever.
1: There's no win for the. Uh,
2: you for wonder
0: well, how come we don't see more fights?
2: You flipped me. I'm against storming the court. Think of the players. Well, that's somebody right. Think of the
1: players. All right, let's look at today's Listen, I've action. The field twice in my life, and, and it's a great experience. We've got a system play, Scott. Uh, system, it's lost some steam.
0: I, I, I disagree.
2: Okay,
1: Yes, Be- <laughs> I want to hear Be-
0: because <laughs> I think it's lost steam. But go ahead. <laughs> this is, all right, it went one and one on was it Thursday or yeah. Friday? It went one and one, and then on Saturday it went one and two against the spread, which so is sixty seven percent, which is what we care about. It went right. it, it went one and two, but Creighton, depending on the number that you got, you might have gotten a push. I got. They I, won the game by
1: three. I got a push at three. I the, lost at three and a half. There were people who uh, there, the opener was two and a half. I missed the okay. opener, so it, it existed. So you got the push. I lost with three and a half, but if
0: you did straight up, then you won. So if you did like a money line parlay with Illinois and 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 Creighton, you won. If you just bet, you know it was a it's a three and a half point favorite. It's not out of the yeah. realm. It's not crazy to say I bet money line
1: on a three and a half point favorite, and then Michigan loses by one after Michigan didn't score for the last five minutes and 20 seconds of the game and they were and a, they lost by one and point. what were they a one and a half point favorite yeah. so come on that was a coin flip
0: and I think didn't Texas Tech actually turn Texas into Tech a turned play? into a system play and they, and won. they won but I'm not uh, counting but that we also play.
1: we lost a system play at the same time because the uh, TCU with they had some players announced out they the were favorite. The line switched, so Baylor became the favorite as the the higher ranked team. So that was not a system play. Not a system and ba- play. And Baylor ended so up winning. if
0: you if you count Texas Tech, the system went two and two, not one and two. And again, depending on closing line numbers with the Creighton, maybe you, you won. So I'm not abandoning this thing. Okay, we're still, we're still hitting at an incredible
1: well, clip. Good news, you got a chance to go at it again tonight. Good. Now remember, today rankings will be updated. Uh, so there will be a new top 25. I presume that Miami will still be in the top 25 as they beat Duke this week, and then they beat Louisville's corpse this week, uh, l- excuse me, last week. And then North Carolina had lost three straight games. They got a win over Clemson, uh, which was a loser for me. It's been a rough run for me in college basketball. I'm not That's gonna lie. It's, it's a rough, se- a rough, rough week or two for your boy here. Uh, but they beat the snot out of Clemson, 91-71. So, but they are minus 4.5, North Carolina, minus 4.5 at well, home against Miami.
0: System, that is a system play. I don't
1: see Miami falling out of the top 25, so it looks like it's going and to be— And there's no
0: chance North Carolina jumps in and, and no, no, gets no. ahead of Miami. No, they they so were 1-1 no one one this week. What, so no matter what, we're going to have a lower-ranked team against a higher-ranked team. It is going to be a system play. Then that's a system play,
1: North Carolina. Let's go. You're still a believer. Absolutely. Uh, the Texas Longhorns are on the road, but they are four-point favorites at Texas Tech. And Baylor catching six and a half at home this morning against West Virginia Country Roads.
0: And Tuesday, we'll hopefully look at the new rankings and see if we have more.
1: Yeah. System we'll, let, we'll let you know every time there's a system. Uh, people, yeah. I mean, people have really adapted to the system. They're texting now or uh, tweeting now and saying, hey, is this a system play? I mean, people are in love with the system. I guess when it treats you well for a while, it tends to work out that way. People fall in love with these things. Uh, But we will certainly let you know if it's an official system play. And it looks like we got one today with North Carolina minus four and a half against Miami. Let's go Heels.
0: On to the ice. Let's take a look at the schedule for tonight. Calgary, a minus 145 favorite in Ottawa. You got the Panthers at the Wild. Minnesota minus 115. Coyotes are at the Predators. Nashville. Heaviest favorite on the board tonight minus two fifty. Red Wings at the Canucks, Vancouver minus one twenty five. This is kind of like that basketball system, Mackenzie, because the Canucks and Red Wings just played in Detroit. Right. Detroit won five to two. Now the next game is in Vancouver. It's a home and home. I think we got to back the Canucks here.
2: First period, Canucks. They let you bet that.
0: Of course, you can bet that. Is this a sit? We have to look this up to see if this is an NHL system, much like the NBA system.
2: It's a cross sport system.
0: Like this, literally was the game on Saturday. Both teams did not play yesterday, and now we have the game on Monday, the second of a home home and home. We're going to bet on the team that lost the first game. Vancouver's to play, and then the final game of the night is the Sabers at the Kings,
1: LA minus one fifty five. <laughs> NBA last night, the Celtics get a win over the Grizzlies. Celtics still without Jalen Brown. Didn't matter. Didn't have a big night from Jason Tatum. They still get the win. Raptors, whew, it took every single one of their 119 points to beat the Detroit Pistons, 119-118. Not pretty, but it gets the job done. Mackenzie Rivers, our NBA expert, Uh, Joining us on the podcast, like a couple things, nothing really to do with these games. A couple things over the weekend that I wanted to hit on, though. The Warriors with this Payton deal, it seems like maybe the Blazers weren't totally honest about the the injury situation of Gary Payton, and it's caused some drama over the trade.
2: Well, do you believe them? I mean, they said they didn't know that he was anything less than the health that he was reported at, but uh, they ended up going through with it anyway. Uh, they couldn't change the deal because it was after the deadline, but it's just something it could go back, come back to bite them if, he is, if he's end up out for the season or something because of this abdomen, abdomen injury, or it could be nothing. So, you know, it's a risk that they're willing to take, or that they've you know, decided to take. Were they willing to take before this trade and they, didn't, they had more options? Who knows?
1: Uh, Zion Williamson reaggravates his hamstring injury. He's out until after the All Star break. Do you have any long term concerns about the Pelicans right now?
2: Yes, I mean you, you've got to because it's not just Zion Williamson; it's also Brandon Ingram who just can't seem to stay on the court for very long. And then, and this is something we talked about in the summer. Pelicans seem to have the worst injury luck in the business for a decade now. You know, so it seems that there's a potentially like a staffing problem with their with their trainers. Uh, Luca back.
1: And they, he plays with – and I don't think anybody expected this based on the line. We talked about that. Like, the, the line was saying that Luka wasn't going to play and it was just going to be Kyrie against the Sacramento Kings. Luka ends up playing, though, and it was a 133-128 overtime loss for the Mavericks. But it, Well,
2: we actually talked about the game prior where Luka oh, didn't the, play. Oh, the flip. Yeah, yeah and okay. They, and they did that one-and-one. And, one. and, by the way, if you bet the Kings in the first quarter after they lost in the same venue to the same Uh-oh. team. Uh-oh. System would have cashed for you. They won the first quarter. They won the first half.
1: And man, they look like they're gonna they're gonna play really well together. Like this could be
2: a really the Mavericks are.
1: Yes. Yeah, and it's in a loss, so it's you know it's not not like saying oh they look great even though they lost. Like they the chemistry between those two guys looks like it could really be something. The Mavericks are gonna be a fun team to watch for the rest of the season on the hardwood tonight. The Jazz plus one and a half at the Pacers. The Rockets catching fourteen. At the Sixers, the Spurs say, no, we could top that. 15-point <laughs> dogs at Cleveland. The Hawks minus 5.5 at the Hornets. The Nuggets are catching two at Miami. It's an interesting number. Nuggets is a uh, dog at the heat. It, it, maybe I'm maybe I'm off, but is that a surprise to you at all, Mac?
2: I think someone's probably not playing for Denver. Yeah, I think they would be a pick em, slight favorite if, they're, if they got their full um... – Compliment.
1: The new-look Brooklyn Nets, two-point favorites, or excuse me, two-point dogs at the Knicks. Pelicans, as I mentioned, uh, dealing with lots of injuries right now, plus three at the Thunder. Magic, plus five at Chicago. Timberwolves catching seven-and-a-half at Dallas. Warriors, three-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Wizards. The Blazers, two-and-a-half-point favorites hosting the Lakers.
0: If you want to jump on board any package at pregame.com or get yourself a daily best bet, go ahead and take 20% off because we like you so much. Promo code is Sunshine20. When the sunshine will shine together, that's Riri. Sunshine20 will get you 20% off at pregame.com. For Mackenzie Rivers and AJ Hoffman, I'm Scott Suddenburg. We are straight out of A. Hey. Yeah.